0: Joining us now in our studios, we have a a special guest, uh, one who is not unfamiliar with the microphones here at (laughs) KYMN Radio, our uh, former host, one of the hosts for uh, Public Policy this week. We have uh, Christopher Chapp joining us. Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good to see you. Welcome back. Yeah, good to be in the studio here. (laughs) It's like old times. Absolutely. We have, um, or I should say we, you have a a series that you have been involved with at uh, at St. Olaf. Uh, And let's kind of start at the beginning there. You were telling me before you're you're part of a I don't know program the director mm-hmm. of uh,
1: director of the Institute for Freedom and Community at Saint Olaf and so what the institute is I mean we actually do a lot of different things it's really committed to helping our students um, develop the skills to have civil debate dialogue meaningful conversations around important public policy issues so we do a lot of different things including. You know, going into the classroom and and teaching students skills to have, you know, good conversations around difficult issues. Um, So that's that's a big part of what we do. But we also have a speaker series that's uh, for the most part open to the public um, that gives students a chance to interact with a whole range of, uh, of viewpoints about different policy issues. And so that's what I'm here mostly to talk about today. Well, your yeah.
0: public policy this week was kind of right up your alley. Absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're glad yeah. you were hosting that. So you've got something going on uh, concerning our the next series that's coming up this spring. Uh, concerns food and food from – we were talking before we went out on the air – a lot of different angles you cover food you it's a it's a big topic of course it affects everyone and there are a
1: lot of different uh, subtopics you can talk about absolutely so so the goal here was kind of twofold one it's a policy area that you know maybe isn't quite as hot button as some but it's still contentious it's still important when you think about the different sectors that food touches you know, we're in an agricultural community here in Northfield, and, and so farm policy and things like that is really important, but also food and culture and uh food and, and the role of government. You can think of all sorts of different angles into food, and it, and the cool thing about that is that it touches all parts of the college. So we can invite people that are relevant to, you know, biology and chemistry, um, as well as, you know, the religion department. So it really spans uh, it spans a whole range of, of important issues.
0: Wow. Okay, let's start off. Uh, and tell us about some of the speakers. Uh, they're coming from, uh, they're not just uh, saying old people. You've got people coming in from all over the country, and really the world, I guess, is kind of represented in this as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So, um, so we have, uh, most of these I should say, by the way, uh, your viewers can go to institute.stoloff.edu. Um, and learn a little bit more about each of the speakers, because I don't think we'll have time to to go into detail today. And but. let
0: me uh, let me interject right now. The reason why we have uh, Chris on is because these are mainly open to the public. I mean, almost all of these are open to the public. If you'd like to go to that and uh, continue on with your own individual uh, uh, education, please, you can do that.
1: Absolutely. You know, uh, free entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not get away from your screen, although actually a lot of them are going to be live streamed, too. So at the website, you can You can see that if you can't make it in person. I I should say uh, one of the talks that I'm really excited about, but unfortunately that that one, we're anticipating a huge crowd. So it's it's just going to be open to St. Olaf. Your viewers can still see it on the live stream though, is uh, Sean Sherman. He's known as the Sioux Chef. Um, He has a restaurant up in Minneapolis and is also a a James Beard award-winning chef. Uh, He's going to be talking about the revolution of indigenous foodways. The interesting thing about him is he only cooks with pre-colonial ingredients, so uh, pre-1492 ingredients, anything that was available to indigenous folks at that time. Really, really interesting sort of philosophy about food. I've,
0: I've seen that guy. He's a great speaker. Great chef. Uh, we had an uh, employee here, Jessica Paxton. Uh, you, I don't know if you ever met her or not, but she uh, represented him uh, as a kind of a booking agent oh. earlier on in his career. So I think we had him actually on here one time by phone uh, a number of years ago. But fascinating guy, just fascinating.
1: Yeah, and his, his profile has really blown up. I mean, we're, we're lucky to have him. And, and also, he's, you know, being, and all of these speakers, I should say, are being really generous with their time. Every single speaker is doing, you know, work with students, you know, meeting with student groups, going to classrooms and doing and doing visits with them, having individual meetings with faculty. So it's really cool that they're getting involved in the life of the college as well as doing this, this big these big public events. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, once again, uh, Chris Chapp is with us from Saint Olaf College. Uh, that's one of the headliners. Who else is uh, will be speaking? What are the, the the topics they'll be speaking on?
1: Sure. So I'll just kind of run the list real quick, and then we also have some folks that aren't food specific that might interest your your viewers, your listeners as well. Uh, so Amanda Little is coming. She's a journalist uh, who's also has a has an appointment at Vanderbilt. Uh, wrote a really interesting book uh, called "What Do you, What will Eat in a Bigger, Hotter, Smarter World." Um, really about the role of technology in agriculture and producing healthy food. Uh, She will be talking about all sorts of interesting things ranging from the way we can use artificial intelligence to, to be more efficient about how we fertilize a field, to um, to lab grown meats, <laughs> which she has tasted and talks mm. about at length in her book, so mm. so it's uh, really really, really interesting, and I, th- I think she'll give a fabulous talk.
0: I say lab grown meats that just does not <laughs> uh, make my mouth water
1: <laughs> no no I, I I'm not there yet either He's but kept... uh, part of the institute's goal right mm-hmm. is to all kinds of policy views and actually she'll juxtapose with Sean Sherman in a really interesting way because you have one person. You know really talking about sort of pre-technological food and then another person talking about high-tech and so that's one of the big institute goals is to kind of juxtapose these interesting ideas interesting yeah. interesting yeah so she'll be March 19th and then April 4th uh, we have a, a scholar by the name of Balen Linekin coming um, sort of a food libertarian he, he basically argues that a lot of the laws that we have surrounding food a lot of the regulations we have are just not very smart um, and he advocates for um, fewer laws, smarter laws to try to make food systems, um, uh, you know, he would argue better for uh, consumers, better for the environment, et cetera.
0: Boy, that's a perspective I never really thought of. Uh, interesting. That would yeah. be an interesting guest.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I uh, Reading his book, I, I went in kind of skeptical, and, and you turn the pages and you're like, oh. You're right. That doesn't make a lot of sense. So I would, I think it would be a really, really fascinating talk. And and he'll be April fourth uh, in the Viking Theater mm-hmm. uh, at St Olaf. All right. Yeah. Who else do you have? Well, so there's a, a, a scholar by the name of Sarah McCune, University of Florida scholar. Uh, she is going to be talking about. So the the background to this particular visitor is there is something a really important academic piece called the lancet eat report that came out a number of years ago and it basically says what is the the best diet that's both healthy but also good for a sustainable planet Um, and they came up with a number of recommendations Uh, as one might imagine it's mostly vegetarian there's some fish and stuff sprinkled in um, it's drawn a tremendous amount of controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so initially we wanted to do this as actually a debate be- uh, between a, a critic of the report and an author of the report. Uh, it turns out we just got a critic. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I should say she's s- sort of a balanced, fair-minded critic. Uh, one thing that I really like about about all of our speakers is that they're nuanced. Um, so she's not just going to come out and, and disagree with the, the report in its entirety, uh, but she does have some, some critiques. And, and particularly she says... Animal protein, you know, beef, et cetera, is actually an important part of the solution, um, not part of the problem when we think globally, when we think about feeding the world's population. Hmm. And so I think it'll be a a really interesting talk and and also kind of teach our, our students and community members how to disagree, but maybe in a way that's not just a blanket, you know. Uh, political bickering that we see, you know, that we're, we're kind of used to seeing. It'll be, I think, a, a subtle and nuanced conversation. Yeah, and,
0: conversation. and, and uh, teaching them that uh, the dialogue and uh, is just so important. You know, get, getting results by talking things through. It's, Absolutely. is very important. Uh, once again, Chris Chapp is with us uh, from St. Olaf College. We're talking about a, uh, a series of speakers that are coming through to the college uh, on the topic of food. So are we, are we, do we have more speakers coming through? Or? I,
1: I could keep running the list all day long. Absolutely. Um, uh, so Heather Sharkey uh, mm-hmm. is a historian. Um, she is going to be talking about, now this might seem like a really narrow topic, but the way she's framing it, I think this will be fascinating. So she's going to be talking about um, old ancient Arabic uh, home economics textbooks. Right. These are things that are hundreds mm. and hundreds and hundreds of years old. And it's really about though it's it's a story about gender. She's going to compare like home economics traditions in Sudan with I think she'll be bringing in some American home economics textbooks from the turn of the century so so really talking about the way that we think about food and gender. Through this, through this really interesting kind of comparative historical lens. Oh, huh,
0: wow. Yeah. Okay, that's something I wouldn't have thought of either.
1: Yeah, a lot of interest on campus uh, for, for that. Um, and then we have, I'm really excited, a pair of speakers who are going to be doing sort of a um, you know, living room conversation kind of talk. Uh, Ann Kim, who's a well-known uh, James Beard award-winning chef um, from, from up in Minneapolis. Uh, she has a <laughs> number of restaurants up there. And Jennifer Lynn LeMasseur, who's a scholar of Asian American food. Um, and so they, I think, are going to come at it from a really interesting perspective. Uh, Jennifer's work, Dr. Linda Masseur's work, talks about stereotypes around Asian-American food and some of the negative stereotypes in particular. Um, I think like MSG, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the way that our culture has sort of um, maybe built stereotypes around an ingredient, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then okay. Ann Kim,
1: who's really innovated um, and d- does all sorts of interesting uh, cooking around uh, uh, Korean-American tradition. So I, I think it'll be a really, really fascinating talk to pair the two of them uh, and and just kind of see what they come up with. It'll be a cool conversation. I like that.
0: I like that. Let's keep on. Let's. So what else do you have?
1: Sure. Uh, so Alex Ketchum uh, will be uh, on campus May 6th. Um, she is going to be talking about um, the 50-plus years of lesbian and queer labor in restaurants. So she's actually talking about restaurants as a location for political and social change hmm. yeah it'll be it'll be an interesting talk the other thing that i really appreciate about dr ketchum is she is going to be doing hard work when she's on campus she'll be in three different classes we have like i you know i schedule these these speakers all the time and and i'm just so appreciative of how generous they all are with their time but she has really uh, agreed to step up to the plate and and do a lot of hard work uh with That's our students great. so yeah it's cool good good stuff uh, and then one more. So this is kind of something a little bit different, um, but we also, you know, a big part of what we do is trying to teach uh, students to have these meaningful conversations. You know, I, I think we've all probably been at maybe a bad Thanksgiving dinner uh, with <laughs> with extended family that, that hasn't gone so well. And so uh, March 12th in uh, Thompson 280 at 530, uh, we are going to have a conversation with Monica Guzman. Uh, she wrote a book called "I never thought of it that way." I never thought about it that way excuse me um, it 's a great book it 's very accessible uh, so I would actually recommend the book to your listeners as well for anyone mm-hmm. that you know wants to learn how to better manage these conversations it 's about being curious it 's about having conversations with the goal of kind of like you do on k y yeah. m n it 's having conversations with the goal of understanding um but not necessarily you know demolishing your opponent and it's Mm -hmm. a skill that we're trying to teach our students um but uh, you know a skill that i think is valuable for everybody so we'll we'll hear some of um uh, monica guzman's perspectives on this um and i want to push her on some things too like you know are there times when when maybe the goal shouldn't be understanding when we should be like advocating for what we believe and and um, I think she would say, I think she would say no. She is she is all about learning uh, and not, you know, not confronting mm-hmm. necessarily. So it'll be it'll be a cool perspective. There'll also be plenty of time for audience Q and A in that one. She really wants to make it kind of an interactive talk. So I, I think it'll be really exciting. And once again, Christopher Chap from St. Olaf College, professor of uh,
0: political science mm-hmm. and the director of the Institute for Freedom and Community. Sounds like a very interesting spring you have coming up. Have you started working on the fall yet? I, you know, we're. I don't know if you realize this, but we're actually in an election year this year. Yes, and it, yep
1: as a as a political scientist, that is that <laughs> That's is been a, brought up. Okay. Yep, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. It's occurred to me on a couple of occasions. So yep. we are actually gonna gonna try to do a speaker series in the fall. What I really want to do is juxtapose speakers uh, in the fall that will have different views on some of the policy issues that are really getting talked about. In the campaign, so um, you know I, we don't have anything specific planned yet, but you can you can sort of imagine some of the big ones um, you know immigration policy, environmental policy etc, and we want to bring in speakers not necessarily left right maybe a little bit you know like different types of juxtapositions, uh, but to really educate voters and educate our students in these policy areas.
0: Well, you know, that's fascinating. And how you use uh, the process you use to select those speakers. I'm sure there's a lot of research. That's a conversation probably for another
1: day. But uh, I'm sure that takes some work. It, it does. And you know what? I really rely on my faculty colleagues at St. Olaf. We have folks who are experts in each of these areas Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that I always do is, is approach somebody who knows more than I do, Um, you know, (laughs) and say, and say, Hey, what are the major debates? How can we have a conversation that's, that's not just going to replicate what you'd see if you're, you know, flipping around on the cable, the cable news pundits at night. You know, mm-hmm. how can we really dig into a meaningful conversation on this? And people have some cool ideas uh, when you're an expert in the field. <laughs> so,
0: so uh, for our listeners out there, if you'd like to attend, almost all of those are open to the public. The one, as you mentioned, sous chef is mm-hmm. uh, not, won't be.
1: Uh, more than likely, we're going <laughs> to fill it with the St. Olaf community first, but there's still a live stream that'll <laughs> be available.
0: So you can check all this out on the uh, website at uh, St. Olaf College.
1: Yeah, institute. St. Olaf.edu. All right. Yeah. Anything else, Chris? That that about does it for me.
0: All right. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll have you on again. Uh we'd like to uh, you know, if the if the same uh uh opportunities are available uh this fall for that speaker series, I'd love to hear who you selected.
1: Yeah, let's make it a regular thing. All right, yeah. sounds
0: good.